why this is kind of you know. and a big welcome back to the Sound Museum, the music podcast that explores that personal connection we all have with the music that we listen to. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Last week was such an amazing week. We had the second episode celebrating the pop duo Wham!, And judging by the downloads and listens, you guys love that episode. So thank you so much for all your support on social media, all the comments, the love, the hearts. It's greatly appreciated. And a massive thank you to everyone who has watched my unboxing videos on the Sound Museum YouTube page. If you missed those unboxings, you can catch them on the YouTube page. There is the Wham! Echoes from the Edge of Heaven 7-inch box set and the CD single box set. Both unboxings are on the YouTube channel, together with heaps of great videos. So make sure you check out our YouTube channel as well. While you're at it, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes because there are some great episodes coming up between now and the end of the year. Last week, we were celebrating Wham, which is an amazing time in the 80s. We are still in the 80s for this week's episode, just a few years later from 1987. We are celebrating the 35th anniversary of Kylie Minogue's debut album, Kylie, which was released this week in Australia back in 1988. So deep diving into the album, Kylie's debut album, 35 years on, and she is just killing it all over the world with her brand new single, Padam Padam. I love Kylie and I've loved Kylie since day one. So I'm so excited to bring you this podcast episode. But I think before we get into the debut album and the debut single, Locomotion, let's just go back a bit and remind ourselves just how far Kylie has come from those early days as an actress on Australian TV. Kylie got her start with a small role in the Aussie soap The Sullivans back in 1979, playing a role of a little Dutch girl called Carla. Let's take a listen to Kylie in The Sullivans back in 1979. You are English pilots, not? Papa and Mama knew many English people. Papa used to go to London for his business. Sometimes we went there for holidays. That is why I go to school for I learn English. Oh, that was so cute. And the following year in 1980, she had another small role in another Aussie soap called Skyways. This time she appeared in one episode alongside a very young Jason Donovan who played her brother. What's your name? Adam. This is my sister Robin. Hello, Robin. Hello. He's got yeah, a big spider. Have you now? Hmm? Well, show it to her. Do you want to see it? Well, does he bite? No, nah, not if he likes you. 
Yeah, so are you waiting for someone? Dad, he's coming to pick us up. We're on our way home from school. Oh, on holidays? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Oh. Yeah, Whereabouts do you go to school? Sydney. Sydney? So your dad's going to come by and pick you up in a light aircraft? Yeah, he flies it. It's his. It's a beaut pilot. I bet he is. Back in 1985, Kylie was back on Australian screens in the children's series called The Henderson Kids, alongside Nadine Garner, Ben Middleston, Toddy Goldsmith and Annie Jones, who would later appear with Kylie in Neighbours just a few years later. What's Calwood doing here? Nothing. He just hangs around. Is he a student here? No, he's left. Doesn't he have a job? I thought he was a cowboy. He would be if he had a job. He's a top horseman. How come he hangs around here? There's nothing else to do. You better get used to it. There's nothing to do in Haven Bay. Interestingly, Kylie has said in the past she would often sing with Nadine Garner on set, often doing some harmonies together. It was also during this time that Kylie first worked with director Chris Langman, who will later play an important part in the start of her singing career. Also in 1985, Kylie had another role in another Aussie drama called Zoo Family, playing Yvonne for one episode alongside Rebecca Gibney and Kate Gorman. Again, Kate would appear in Neighbours with Kylie just a few years later, playing the school bully Sue Parker. Let's take a listen to Kylie in the Zoo Family, and she gets pretty feisty. A bit of a preview for her role as Charlene in Neighbours the following year. You're not sorry at all. I am, I am. You get it. You have to save your own skins. No, that's not it, please. Just what sort of behaviour are you talking about? Well, anything, I guess. Anything irresponsible. You mean like this? Yes, sir. Then you'd better clean it up. That was Feisty Kylie back in the Zoo family back in 1985. Also in 1985, Kylie featured on an Australian charity single for the Deafness Foundation. This was arranged by New Zealand singer Ricky May. The hearing aid track was called A World Without Music, which was recorded in Flagstaff Studios in South Melbourne. The track also featured a whole raft of Aussie celebrities, including Dale Summers, Johnny Young from Young Talent Time, Lisa Edwards, who was a backing singer for John Farnham, some cast from the Young Talent Time, and other Aussie celebrities from back in the day. Kylie had just one line in the song. Let's take a listen. No clap from an evening train. One of the producers of that track, Greg Petherick, who also worked on Young Talent Time with sister Danny. Now, it was Greg that worked with Kylie on her three-track demo in 1985, containing three tracks, New Attitude by Patti LaBelle, Dim All the Lights from Donna Summer, and Just Once by Quincy Jones and James Ingram. Let's take a listen to those three tracks now.
some good news on the demo front. Kylie has admitted to finding that old demo tape during a recent lockdown clear out in 2020. That would be absolutely amazing to hear that original demo. Of course, Kylie joined Neighbours in 1986. While I'm responsible for you, you will do as you're told, and that includes going to school when you're supposed to. Well, that's what I was doing today, trying to fix things so you won't be responsible for me anymore. What on earth do you mean? I went for a job. I didn't get it, but I will get something. I've made up my mind. A job? What What sort of job? Apprentice motor mechanic. Oh, shut I don't know where you get these fanciful ideas about leaving school, let alone becoming a motor mechanic. Now, you listen to me carefully. You will finish school and then you will study something sensible, like a course at a secretarial But school. I don't want to... I don't care what you want! What are you trying to turn me into? A boring little goody-goody like Nikki. I'll have you know that Nikki is a very pleasant young lady. She is a pain. Well, we'll see about that. As you're going to be spending a great deal of time with her, Maybe some of her qualities will rub off on you. What do you mean I'll be spending time with her? I've organised your accommodation. You're going to be sharing a room with Nikki at the Robinsons. Oh, what? And when Kylie wanted a song to muck around with, with the cast, Greg gave her a copy of Little Eva's The Locomotion, which she performed with some of the cast from Neighbours at the Fitzroy FC Fight Back Variety Night at Festival Hall in Melbourne. On that night, she also performed the track with actor John Waters, a cover of the Sunny and Cher track, I Got You Babe. That duet got an amazing reception and the crowd wanted more, so Kylie and the cast performed Locomotion. After that great reaction, Greg encouraged Kylie to record a demo of Locomotion with producer Carl Dovstrom at Sing Sing Studios in Melbourne. In this next clip, you can hear a bit of that original demo. So personally, I think on that track, I would have pressed that button and turned that knob that much and it would have made all the difference. Yes, or you touch this one like in the young ones and it will blow up. <laughs> Which is very tempting. <laughs> yes. Now, just uh, tell me about how much all that cost, because, you know, it's recording studios, it's recording time, it was your mixing time. How much was all that? Well, probably came pretty close to $10,000. It was quite a, a bit of money in those days. Did you see Kylie was worth that $10,000? It's like anything, you just want it to sort of be right. What do you think of the version that came out, the actual chart? Not my cup of tea. You know, it's, it wasn't my style of music. They put the banana rama feel behind it, which I think was the right thing. I mean, like, mine was at that time a bit old-fashioned. So what Mushroom did was definitely the right thing to get her to where she is now. The demo was shopped around before Mushroom Records took a punt on the track after Amanda Palman, who worked at Mushroom at the time, suggested to the chairman of Mushroom Records, the late Michael Gidinski, this could work due to Kylie's popularity on Neighbours. In this next clip from the Australian Music Vault, Amanda recalls that very moment. My perfect vision in my head is the day that Gidinski came in and put the cassette on my desk, a cassette 
for those of you who don't know, was this thing that had tape in it, and said, oh, there's this chick on telly who wants to sing, you know, just tell me what you think. And I listened to the version of Locomotion that Kylie had done with Jason and Guy and Craig McLaughlin, I think, was on the first one, and first of all thought the resurrection of that song was a great idea Mm. and that, you know, my... PR instincts went, oh, she's on television, fabulous, free PR, 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 <laughs> darling, PR, PR. So we had a meeting, Gary, Ashley and I invited Kylie and her darling father, Ron, to come in and have a meeting and we, um, uh, you know, swayed them with kindness and love and, uh, and the deal was done. Kylie's popularity, thanks to Neighbours, was through the roof. She won the Silver Logie for Most Popular Actress in 1987 and 1988. Also in 1988, she won the Gold Logie for Most Popular Personality on TV, the Most Popular Personality on Victorian TV, and the Most Popular Music Video for Locomotion. In total, Kylie has won six Logie Awards, picking up her final award in 1990 for Most Popular Music Video for Never Too Late. After recording that earlier demo of Locomotion, the track was re-recorded, remixed and produced by Mark Duffy at Platinum Studios in South Yarra in Melbourne. Mark was an audio engineer at PWL Studios and was sent down to Australia to work on some tracks for the Aussie market. In the end, the track had that high-energy feel across between Dead or Alive and Bananarama. That was the original Aussie version of The Locomotion, a cover of the 1962 classic From Little Eva, written by Jerry Goffin and Carol King. That original song back in 1962 reached number one in the US and New Zealand and number two in the UK. The B-side to The Locomotion was a track written by Claude Carranza and Craig Harneth from Aussie band The Kids in the Kitchen, also produced by Mark Duffy and Craig Harneth. This is Glad to Be Alive. as the B-side to the Aussie version of The Locomotion. The Locomotion was released in Australia on the 13th of July 1987 and it spent seven amazing weeks at number one. The track was the biggest selling Aussie single of the 80s. It was also released in New Zealand in September 1987. An interesting fact with that release in New Zealand, at the time New Zealand didn't get Neighbours. In fact, they only got Neighbours, I think it was late 1988 or early 1989. So that track was the first introduction as Kylie the singer to the New Zealand market. It debuted at number 32 in New Zealand and peaked at number 8 for two weeks, spending 14 weeks 
on the New Zealand singles chart. That original Aussie version of The Locomotion was also released in Italy and Sweden, but they got another B-side. That is Getting Close Up, which was a cover version of the original track by Haywood. In Australia, on the 12-inch vinyl version of The Locomotion, we had two remixes, Motion Mix and Girl Meets Boy Mix. Here's a taste of those original remixes. about the original Australian video for The Locomotion shot here in Melbourne at Essendon Airport and that was directed by Chris Langman. As I mentioned earlier, Chris first worked with Kylie back in 1985 on The Henderson Kids. Chris went on to direct all of Kylie's videos up until Hand on Your Heart. He also directed Too Many Broken Hearts and Sealed With a Kiss for Jason Donovan and he directed their duet, Especially For You. Over the years, Chris has gone on to direct on many Australian TV shows, including The Flying Doctors, Heartbreak High, Water Rats, Stingers, Neighbours, Home and Away, and many more. Also in the video, famed choreographer Tanya Lacey done a choreography for the video, and she also appears in the clip as well. Kylie's brother Brendan briefly appears towards the end of the video, and the original video for The Locomotion was re-edited for the US and the European markets. Moving on to the track that launched Kylie onto the worldwide stage. That is, of course, I Should Be So Lucky, written and produced by Stock Aiken Waterman. On the B-side was the instrumental version of the track. The track was recorded in London in 1987 on a flying visit to London during a break from Neighbours with her then-manager, Terry Blamey. They were in London for about 10 days, and after much waiting, it was recorded on Kylie's last day in London before flying back to Australia. Pete Waterman was in Manchester and forgot to tell Mark Stock and Matt Aitken that Kylie was coming. So when she arrived at the studio, they had no track written for her. So Mike and Matt went to work and wrote the track in about 40 minutes while Kylie waited in reception. When recording the track, she was fed the lyrics to sing line by line. Overall, Kylie's first experience with Stock Aiken Waterman was not a good one. 
Aishabu Salaki was released in the UK on the 29th of December 1987 on PWL's own label. It was released in Australia on the 1st of February 1988 on Mushroom Records. Aishabu Salaki reached number one in Australia for six weeks, number one in the UK for five weeks, but also reached number one in Ireland, Germany, Finland, Switzerland and Hong Kong. In New Zealand, it was number three for three weeks, and it went top five in Austria, France, and Norway, and it reached number 28 on the US Hot 100 in July 1988. Let's take a listen to the various remixes of I Should Be So Lucky, the extended version, the Bicentennial mix, and the 12-inch mix. I Should Be So Lucky, you automatically think of the video. That video was shot at the Channel 7 Studios here in Melbourne in November 1987. Kylie filmed the video on a day off from filming Neighbours and once again it was directed by Chris Langman. Speaking of videos, Another video was made for I Should Be So Lucky. This time, Kylie in the back of an open-top BMW, driving around Sydney with her hair blowing in the wind. This track was used on UK TV on Christmas Day in 1987 to promote the track in the UK. Let's move on to single number three from Kylie's debut album, Kylie. is Got To Be Certain, written and produced by Stock Aiken Waterman. The B-side on the single was Out For A Dark Platypus dub mix, which is basically the instrumental version of the track. With I Should Be So Lucky hitting number one in the UK and Australia, and charting in countries who had never even seen Neighbours, no follow-up single was in the can. Mike Stock and engineer Karen Hewitt flew to Melbourne in February 1988 to basically put things right, apologising to Kylie and her family for the rocky start in London. 
It was during this trip that Mike recorded three tracks with Kylie at the Alan Eaton Studios and the RBX Studios in Melbourne. Those tracks were Got To Be Certain, Turn Into Love and It's No Secret. Due to the fact that Kylie was working on Neighbours during the day, they only had availability at night to record the tracks. Kylie later returned to London in March to finish working on her debut album. Got To Be Certain was released in the UK on the 2nd of May 1988 and here in Australia on the 20th of June 1988. It was number one in Australia for four weeks, becoming Kylie's third number one single, also reaching number one in Finland and Israel, number two in the UK, and in New Zealand it reached number two, stayed there for three weeks, and spent 14 weeks on the New Zealand singles chart. Let's take a listen to the remixes for Got To Be Certain, the extended mix, and the Ashes To Ashes, the Extra Beat Boys remix. video for Got To Be Certain is iconic, filmed in Melbourne in April 1988, once again directed by Chris Langman. Now various Melbourne landmarks appear in the video, from strutting down the pier in St Kilda to a high fashion moment along the Yarra River, as well as on top of the now KPMG building in the city's Collins Street. Two other video edits were done, including a weird artist studio version, which I don't really like, but all three versions appear on the 2002 Greatest Hits DVD compilation. You can also catch all three versions on YouTube. Another fun fact with Got To Be Certain, it was first recorded by UK celebrity Mandy Smith in late 1987, it remained unreleased until appearing on the Stock Aiken Waterman Gold compilation in 2005, and it appeared on the reissue of Mandy's debut album in 2009. Let's take a listen to the original version by Mandy Smith. I can see why that was not released. That was awful. Anyway, let's move on to the UK's third single, the Stock Aikman Waterman version of Locomotion. The 
Waters, the UK version of Locomotion, produced by Stock Aiken Waterman. On the B side was the track I'll Still Be Loving You from Kylie's debut album. The Locomotion was released in the UK on the 29th of July 1988. It reached number one in Ireland, Finland, Israel, Japan, and South Africa, number two in the UK, number three in the US and top five in Austria, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, France, Iceland, Portugal, Switzerland, and Germany. It reached the top 10 in the Netherlands and Norway. Pretty much the locomotion was a worldwide hit. Now there are some differences with the intros for both the album version and the seven inch version. Let's take a listen to those different intros. There was also a whole raft of remixes for The Locomotion, the Kuha Ku mix, the Sankey mix and the Oz Tour mix. the 2009 iTunes releases there was also a 12-inch master mix. Another fun fact with the locomotion, the Stock Akimortima version appeared on the 1988 Arthur 2 on the Rocks movie soundtrack. That film starred Dudley Moore and Liza Minnelli, but it was a box office bomb. Let's slow things down a bit and learn some French. Is je ne sais pas pourquoi, which means I don't know why in French, written and produced by Stock Aiken Waterman. In Australia and New Zealand, we got the title I Still Love You, je ne sais pas pourquoi. On the B side was a new track which was not on the album, the fantastic Made in Heaven.
Ask the Love You, Je ne sais pas pourquoi, was released in the UK on the 10th of October 1988 and in Australia on the 7th of November 1988. The track reached number one in Finland, number two in the UK and Ireland, number nine in New Zealand, but only number 11 here in Australia. Let's take a listen to a couple of the remixes of I Still Love You, Je Ne Sais Pas Pourquoi, the Moi Non Plus mix and the Revolutionary mix. There was also some unreleased instrumental and backing tracks appearing on the 2009 iTunes releases and some extra remixes of Made in Heaven. Let's take a listen to the original 12-inch mix, the Heaven Sent mix and the Made in England mix. was shot in Melbourne. Sets were built especially, which you can see in the Kylie Videos 1 home video, once again directed by Chris Langman. Interestingly, in 2020, Mike Stock uploaded two demo versions of the track to his website. You can take a listen to both those demos at his website, mikestockmusic.com. Now guys, it's no secret, this is one of my favourite tracks from the album. That is It's No Secret, written and produced by Stock Aiken Waterman. On the B-side was the instrumental version of the track. It's No Secret was intended to be the fifth and final single from the album, which was dropped in favour of a new track, Hand On Your Heart, which would become the lead single for the second album, 
1989's Enjoy Yourself. Now I really feel this track should have been given a full release, maybe in late February 1989, given that Hand On Your Heart wasn't released until late April in the UK and late May in Australia. It's No Secret did receive a release in the US, Canada, Japan and New Zealand, it's No Secret was released in the US in February 1989, spending 13 weeks on the Hot 100, peaking at number 37. In New Zealand, it was released in May 1989, peaking at number 47 for one week. Let's take a listen to the extended version of It's No Secret, which appears on the 12-inch vinyl version. video for It's No Secret is stunning, shot in Port Douglas and the Mirage Resort in Queensland, once again directed by Chris Langman. I love this video, if ever there was a great promo for Queensland, this is it. The video appeared on Kylie the Videos 2 in November 1989. Moving on to the last single from the album, a true fan favourite and this 100% should have been a single and released worldwide. Written and produced by Stock Aiken Waterman, on the B side was Made in Heaven. Unfortunately, Turn It Into Love only received a release in Japan in December 1988. As I said before, I love this track from the album. Such a great song and it should have been released as a single. Singer Hazel Dean actually recorded a cover of the track, which was released in September 1988. Apparently when Hazel recorded the track, she had no idea that Kylie had also recorded it for her debut album. Hazel's version reached number 21 in the UK. Let's check out Hazel's version now. Brother and Sister duo Sam Difference appeared on X Factor and a cover version of Turn It Into Love appeared on their debut album Pop. So guys, we have gone through all the singles from Kylie's debut album, Kylie. Let's just go through the four remaining album tracks from the album, beginning with I Miss You and I'll Still Be Loving You. Cause I miss you. Oh, 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 oh. 
album track was originally written for fellow Stock Aiken Waterman stable mate Haywood Kylie performed this track live on Aussie TV show Hey Hey It's Saturday as a bit of an up you to the critics at the time who branded her as a singing budgie. That was so uncalled for, but she nailed this version on Hey Hey. vocals from Kylie on Hey Hey It's Saturday. The final track on the album was Love at First Sight. Apparently this track was earmarked for Sunita, but thankfully Kylie got the song. Not to be confused with Love at First Sight from Kylie's favourite album, that is the OG version. (laughs) Although the track did not appear on Kylie's debut album, in November 1988, Kylie released Especially For You with her Neighbours co-star and then-boyfriend Jason Donovan. The track also appeared on Jason's debut album Tangled Reasons in 1989. number one in the UK and number two here in Australia. Now with Kylie's debut album Kylie released in 1988 there's some impressive stats on this album. The album was released in the UK on the 4th of July 1988 spending six weeks at number one becoming the highest selling album in the UK for 1988. Here in Australia, it was released this week on the 18th of July 1988, spending three weeks at number two. In New Zealand, 
It was released in August 1988, reaching number one for six incredible weeks. The debut album also reached top 10 in Germany, Finland, Norway and Switzerland. And in the US, it reached number 53. Now, when you think of Kylie's debut album, you think of that cover art. The amazing photo on the cover was shot in London by Lawrence Laurie, who worked with a lot of Stock Aker Mortimer artists at the time, including Rick Astley, Hazel Dean, and will later work with Jason Donovan and Donna Summer. One of the most iconic album covers from the 80s. The video's compilation was released in 1988 in Australia, featuring videos for Locomotion and I Should Be So Lucky. Later on that year, just in time for Christmas, the album was repackaged as a Kylie collection featuring new artwork and bonus remixes. We also got another video compilation featuring all the videos for Locomotion, I Should Be So Lucky, Got To Be Certain, Je Ne Sais Pas Pourquoi, It's No Secret, and Made in Heaven. In 2012, all of Kylie's Stock Akimoto albums were reissued in Japan. All were remastered and included some bonus tracks and remixes. In February 2015, all four of Kylie's albums from Stock Akimoto were reissued by Cherry Red Records on a deluxe CD, DVD, and vinyl formats. Kylie Minogue's debut album, Kylie, has sold over 2 million copies in the UK, over 500,000 copies in the US, with over 5 million copies sold worldwide. In 1988, Kylie won her first two ARIA awards for highest selling single for Locomotion and I Should Be So Lucky. Looking back on this episode, I can't believe Kylie Minogue's debut album, Kylie, was released 35 years ago this week in Australia. I still remember buying my copy on vinyl from my local record shop. And speaking of that, make sure you head over to the Sound Museum YouTube page. I will be doing a special video and sharing with you some of my Kylie items from 1988. All those cassettes, vinyl, CDs, videos, magazines, a bit of a Kylie fest on my YouTube channel. And I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode celebrating the 35th anniversary of Kylie Minogue's debut album, Kylie. Really hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you so much for listening and make sure you follow the show on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and now Threads. I will be posting heaps of great photos and videos and fun content all week so make sure you follow our social media channels from one icon to another you don't want to miss next week's podcast episode all will be revealed this weekend on my socials but until then you have a great week take care and i will see you soon